Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I want to talk about, ooh, objections. So I was doing a workshop last week, and, you know, the question of objection handling was brought up. Now, that's a pet peeve for me because, you know, salespeople for the last 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years have been taught, you know, learn how to handle objections. And then they, you know, they teach you all these ways of handling objections. You know, there's books written about objection handling, right? You know, learn 101 ways to flip an objection or, you know, basically turn it on them. You know what I mean? All these different strategies on flipping objections. But the problem is that, again, that's a temporary solution. If somebody's already, what, objecting to something, something else is going on. Also, when you try to handle objections, be honest with me. Don't be afraid. Be honest. Have you ever tried, when somebody's given you an objection, let's say, for example, uh, I need some time to think about it. And you say, well, what do you need to think about? Now, if somebody said that to you, you would come across as a jerk, or they would come across as a jerk. That's what you would think, right? Or somebody says, well, you know, I really need to give it some more time. Well, how much time do you need to give it, right? And so you're taught these different strategies, and those are two simple ones, and I think they're very corny. I would never use them myself. And you're taught these ways of coming back at the customer. Well, Mr. Customer, well, let, let us think through this together, Right? Somebody says, I'll think about it. The customer says, I'll think about it. And you say, well, Mr. Customer, well, what do you need to think about? Or, or can I help you think, th- you know, think things through? And the customer's thinking, no, because something else is wrong. When you're getting an objection at the end of your presentation, something is wrong. If you're handling objections repeatedly, your sales process is broken. Let me say it again because I want you to register this. If you're handling objections repeatedly, your sales process is broken. Your presentation is broken. Your pitch is broken. And the chances of overcoming an objection are that much more difficult, which means you're going to be frustrated. You're going to lose more deals. You're not going to make as much money because your process is broken. Let me give you an example. I want you to imagine. Let me give you a visual because I love visuals. And this this was kind of a true story, and it was based on the fact that we owned a house in Puerto Rico. Yes, my family's originally from Puerto Rico, so we all owned a, owned a house in Puerto Rico, right? And let's assume for a moment, and I'm not saying it's a true story, but I think it's a true story, that you have a mosquito, if not mosquitoes, in your house, right? Now, you can do several things to try to kill that mosquito, right? You can spray, try to kill that mosquito. I heard you can light up some incense to rip the mosquitoes. In fact, you can turn on the fans and maybe that will help you with the mosquitoes. Or you can turn on the air conditioning, right? Just blast that thing and just freeze that mosquito and kind of, you know, make some more lethargic, whatever the reason may be, right? You can come up with all these strategies for dealing with this mosquito in your house. But here's the interesting thing. It's more important not to deal with the mosquito in the house. You should focus on finding out how they got in. Find out how the mosquito got in. And maybe if you focus on how the mosquito got in and not killing the mosquito, find out how the mosquito got in. Was it through the windows? Let's fix the windows. Was it through the doors? Let's fix the screens. Was it, you know, some uh, some gaps in the walls that I have? Maybe patch those up. In other words, 
How did they get in? Now, how does this relate to sales, right? The thing is, you need to find out how those objections are getting in your way. Just like you got to find out how the mosquito is getting into your house, you have to find out how those objections are getting in the way of you closing the deal. And the reality is that if you want to minimize friction, resistance, or even get rid of objections, the key is to block objections, as I've always taught. Now, for those of you who've listened to my past podcast, you know that I am an advocate, a disciple, a preacher of blocking objection, which means preempting the objective. You know what the customer might object to. So why not raise the objection and deal with it, control it, and then tie it down? Now, I have a program called Blocking Objections, Response Block Selling. And if you Google YouTube or basically search on YouTube, rather, you might be able to find one of my programs. But if you want the full program, go to the salesmasteryacademy.us site. That's where you'll find that program. But here's the outline of it. Here's how you block objections. The first thing you have to do is you have to know what objections typically come in. So write this down. The first thing you need to do is raise that objection. In other words, raise the objection. In other words, confront it, bring it up, raise it. Because when you raise the objection, you control the objection. Second, you want to offer to resolve the objection. You're going to show the customer that really now's the time to deal with this. Let's not think about it. Here's here's how we're going to deal with this objection. The third, you want to demo something. And last, you want to tie down the objection. Now, here's how it can work. For example, pricing. Raise the objection, number one. Mr. Customer, many of our clients think our price is too expensive or more expensive than other competitors. Now, what did I just do? I just raised the pricing issue. And now here's where you offer step two to resolve it. Now you say something like this. Again, Mr. Customer, many of my clients think our prices are higher than our competitors. Here's why I offer to resolve. But that really depends on what you're buying. Let me walk you through what we offer and compare it to what others are offering so you can see the difference. Do you mind if I do that? Customer is going to say, sure, Victor, go ahead. Now I go into the demo phase. That's step three. Now I'm going to show them how the prices really aren't apples to apples or oranges to oranges. In other words, when you really break it apart, we're really that not that expensive, not that much more expensive compared to our competitors. So in other words, now I've demoed that we're not that more that much more expensive. Then the last step is to tie it down. How do you tie that objection down? Mr. Customer, based on what I've shown you, Can you now see how we're really not that much more expensive? And you're hoping the customer goes, yes. And if they say yes or agree with you, you just tie down that objection. What does that mean? That when you run to the end of the sales process, when you're ready to sign the order, close the deal, you're not going to get a pricing objection because you dealt with that objection up front. Again, that's the short version. If you want the full version, the full course, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. But here's the key point. Stop trying to deal and handle objections, right? Stop focusing on handling objections and learn how to block objections. Stop learning 101 ways to deal or overcome objections and focus on how these objections are getting in. Much like the mosquito, how are these objections getting in to the end of your sales process? If you can do that, if you can patch up, so to speak, fix your sales process, you will be more effective at selling. And how do you do that? By blocking your objections 
throughout your presentation. Anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform that I just mentioned, the Sales Mastery Academy. Over 26 courses, 300 videos, 13 books, and if you're serious about increasing your sales ability, closing more deals without objections, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That's salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.